amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Recess recreated the cocktails you know and love, like a lime margarita and a grapefruit Paloma, but without the alcohol. So you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of your favorite drinks without the hangover. Each lightly sparkling canned mocktail is infused with functional ingredients and made with real fruit, all with only 25 calories or less. So whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are a guilt-free way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash mocktails now to get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler Pack. Greetings, fellow meditators. Welcome to Transcendental Conversations with Calm the Bleep Down. I am Michael Beckemeyer. And I'm just a guy yeah. that uh, bugs you, you and went, hangs you around. Left, yeah, you left out the I'm just an annoying guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, put, I put it in the buggy part. Like uh, I'm like, hey, will you do something with me? Hey, can we do a show? Hey, can we do this? Can we do that? Hey, you going to make a film? Can we make a film together? So today, I'm just going to act like none of that ever happens. Oh, yeah. okay. Which is most of our yeah, interactions yeah, yeah, with each other. Yeah. Uh, today we're going to talk about awareness. And uh, uh, which when I think of awareness in terms of the meditative uh, realm, I'm thinking um, awareness or consciousness in that uh, the premise of when we are born we are we start out as a pure perfect ball of light just awareness i thought you were going to say ball of poop because that's all babies do the... <laughs> oh that's true and vomit but when we're born we we like it's almost like we start out as uh pure consciousness right and then the older we get from day one to day two to day three to 20 years old to 30 years old it's like we get further and further away from that pure consciousness because we are tugged in a million different directions and uh all the stressors of the world start to uh pull us further and further away from that pure yeah that pure consciousness so so then we we have all these anxieties it's like layers and layers and layers but what I always say in the meditations is that like all that stuff is is there in layers, but also we are still just a pure conscious being, purely aware, purely conscious, way down deep down inside, just waiting for us to sort of return to it. I think of it like two instruments that are that are playing the same note, but they're out of tune. When one comes into tune with the other and the like tuning fork starts to like ring out in perfect unison with each other sort of a thing um that's what it feels like coming into tune with your consciousness which the human process the process of being a human being is a process of 
constantly tugging us further and further away from that feeling. And we can only, it's hard, it's hard to be there all the time, but it's the practice of getting back to it uh, and falling in, clicking into place with it, you know, for small periods and feeling, feeling what it feels like to be there and to practice staying there longer. Um, you were talking about awareness. That's yeah. um, <clears throat> our focus of today's show. Yeah. And I'm Brad, by the way. I, not to belittle myself. I'm little enough. I don't need to be littler. I'm, I don't want to belittle myself, but I'm little as it is. <laughs> yeah. So you belittle yourself in the... I'll become yeah. microscopic, like yeah. Ant-Man. I'll, I'll become quantum. And uh, where nothing makes any sense at all, <laughs> you mean whatsoever, <laughs> and it's just magic. <laughs> um, but we're not talking about Ant Man. No, we're not talking about Ant Man. Um, we're talking about uh, awareness. That's our topic today. Mm-hmm. Um, you're uh, specifically well. I we're going to take two different angles. You're going to talk about awareness, like with meditation and mindfulness, mm-hmm. and and I'm going to try and uh, not try to, but we're also going to add on um, just uh, like self-awareness and like meditation, using meditation to become more, I guess, self-aware so that you're able to mm-hmm. find things that, um, what do you call it? Figure yourself out. Find the, See the things in yourself that other people see maybe mm-hmm. or find things that... Um, and you know need work i guess you could say you to better yourself i do think they're connected i mean i do think meditating or by paying attention and trying to come into quiet stillness um is how we listen to ourselves and how we start to learn to follow our intuition and to become more self-aware i don't think they're separate yeah and and also to start um hearing the the shadow we call it the yeah. the negative yeah uh voice yeah it's um, there all the time yeah uh and maybe and not necessarily negative it could just be toxic like narcissism mm-hmm. or pride or um you know all kinds of also listening to uh like your intuition now i mean that's all it all comes from the same place right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Of, getting um, in touch with your intuition yeah because you i guess one of the points of meditation and especially awareness well it's becoming aware but um is to get in touch and find those voices because i think usually i mean both the negative and the positive voices that are in your head um because we're usually just going and going and going like Mm -hmm. we're working we we get up we have just enough time for coffee and maybe some food and then we got to work and then there's demands all day and then maybe and even when we have breaks, it's a time limit. So we got to hurry up and, you know, do the thing and, you know, whatever it is, eat. Hurry up and relax. Hurry up and relax. Right. And yeah. then get back to work. And then when you get home, all the all this stuff left undone, all these chores and everything. Usually you got people waiting for you, expecting mm-hmm. you to do stuff and be there for them. Um, and, and not to mention your your phone is with the social media. Yeah. And the, and the interwebs, and it's always like trying to get you. It's sticky, like a web. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, you, where, when does your brain have time? When does you, 
the inner mm-hmm. you, the, the what, do you, what did you call it, the intuition, all of that. Where, yeah. When, when do you have time for that? So um, finding, become, taking time to meditate, become more aware, finding those voices, mm-hmm. finding the negative ones and like ugh, get rid, trying to work on those, becoming aware of when those happen mm-hmm. uh, in your everyday life. Like, I guess like that's one of the first steps is like, just uh, becoming aware of how you feel about anything or whatever yeah. it is. You know, have you ever talked to somebody who's like, uh, um, they just get so confused about how they felt in a moment. Someone was yelling at me and I just, I started seeing like, I, I don't even know, I don't even know what I was doing. I just started like uh, punching a hole in a wall. I don't know. I don't even know why I did that. Somebody that hasn't really taken time to examine or be aware of their feelings or emotions that basically like wagging the dog, the emotions are in control. Like something comes up. Well, it's not my fault. He made me do it. You know, he made, he made me do it like that episode of Seinfeld where the monkey um, spits at Kramer because he, whatever Kramer did. And then Kramer threw a banana peel at him or something. And then, and then it was like, well, he made me do it. Like Kramer, he's a monkey. You at the monkey, t- <laughs> you know, and he's like, yeah, you know, when I get pushed, you know, Jerry, you know, it's like, and, and you think, when I get pushed. And, and you think, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's a sitcom. So it's like not real, but that's like somebody who's just letting whatever's happening to them, make them make their choices for what they do next. Yeah. And it's, um, it, it does come from self-analysis. And I also think it comes from, um, getting to a place of stillness like when, when we're talking about when i'm talking about consciousness which i use interchangeably with awareness it's it's um it's like a stillness um because you are constantly like you were saying you're constantly being hollered at all day the phone is ringing the thing and thing you got five minutes to be there oh, i'm running late i had to stop and get gas first because i didn't do it yesterday when i should have blah 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 blah, blah. somebody called me uh, somebody walked through just a minute ago and they're like, oh, I just had a bad day yesterday. And it's like, why? And they're like, well, a friend was telling me about this and a friend was telling me about that. I'm like, yeah, but all those things were things that happened to other people. Why did it ruin your day? And he's like, I was just fe- feeling it with them, you know? And I get that, but it does take, after all of that, you have to decompress and you have to take time to meditate or quiet your mind so you can find some stillness or or process you know process yeah and for me meditating when i'm meditating i'm trying to get to a place of stillness and i think it's probably everybody there's nothing unique about my quest for stillness but uh people will ask me like what what does that feel like i'm like well have you ever been in a conversation or if you ever just been sitting outside and you 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 just listen to what's going on around you listen to the wind you hear you know birds chirping or something and you're just like soaking it in kind of like like you're the camera yeah you're not even the cameraman you're the camera or for me observing yes or for me to use a sound analogy like you're a microphone the microphone isn't judging what's happening the microphone is just it's just absorbing it right and it's not going, oh, I 
oh, that's that's a such and such type of bird. I like that bird. It's, it's just going, oh, a bird is chirping. Oh, and the wind is blushing, you know, blowing through the trees. Tree limbs are like that. Being present. And it's just total, absolute, pure presence. And we get so yanked around by our daily life that we forget what that feels like. We, In fact, we get so used to being yanked around, we don't even realize that we haven't had a moment of quiet in days, maybe, yeah. if you don't put yourself into that position. But it requires that. And when you're inside your body and you're meditating and you're and you're paying attention to what's going on in your body while you're meditating, you feel the sensations rising and falling, ebbing and flowing. I've actually never seen the cat up there before. Does the yeah. cat get up there like that all the time? Uh, not all the time, oh. but um, definitely I've, I've seen it. He heard the bird chirp and now he's I think he's. Yes. You know. So I'm, I'm surprised he's not like. So. You get the ebbing and the flowing and the rising and the falling and you're paying attention to what's going on in your body during meditation when things are quiet and safe and calm and everything. Then you can start then you start to go, oh, this is what I feel like on the inside when I am calm. And then you are in a situation where you're sitting at a traffic light and somebody pulled cuts you off or pulled out in front of you or honks at you or someone's sitting in front of you and they don't go when the light turns green and you're like fuck you know and you want to honk the horn and get all road ragey you start to notice the difference oh i was i I was enraged by something that didn't really matter or maybe it's something that did matter but you start to notice the difference because you're practicing training your body and yourself and your in your inside to remember what it feels like to be just an observer Right. Yeah. And then you see the you start to see the difference between the road rage or the little things that people do that bother you or little things that happen to you that you have no control over and how you get yanked around constantly and how those two things are different. And you start to and you really do start to recognize that I don't feel good when I feel like that. I feel better when I when I'm calm and still and it just is a practice. We're never always going to be there. Yeah. But practice getting there and practice practicing that feeling. And then you can go, oh, I'm feeling a little road ragey right now. Let me just take a deep breath and not be like that because I don't like the way it makes me feel. Right. Re- recognizing and then choosing. Yeah. How to react. So it does help with self-awareness. Like I, I say all that to say, yeah. like the self-awareness and the and the. Yeah. Um, so I got a couple of quotes here. One is from Stephen Covey. Uh, every that guy's human- an idiot. I'm every, just kidding. <laughs> every human, uh, every human has four endowments: self-awareness, consciousness, independent will, and creative indig- what oh, imagination, creative imagination. These give us the ultimate human freedom, the power to choose, to respond and to change. Yeah. And uh, we're talking about being present. Uh, I have a note here. Being present means having a moment-to-moment awareness of what's happening. It means paying attention to what's going on rather than being caught up in our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit um, about the practice. Like, how do you practice awareness? How do you... Um, like, usually it starts where you notice after everything yes. has happened. 
and and like I'm being very aware of the cat right now. The cat is really trying to cut to the camera. In front of my camera, yeah. as you can see there, uh, the cat is very aware yeah. as well. I'm telling you, those birds woke him up. Oh yeah. Um, um, so, so for me, the, practicing awareness is. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was I'm, saying that the first is like you, we usually notice after, and then we're like, how did that happen? Yes. Or what you know? Yes, and then you have to do something to get closer and closer to stopping yourself from feeling that way right. in the moment. So like the whole you, stimulus response thing. Right. So when you notice, oh man, I react to that thing and I just, I didn't have any choice in that matter there. I was just on autopilot. Yeah. How do I yeah. um, start? Well, you know what I'm going to say? Um, meditation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like a broken record. I think meditation is the easiest way. I mean, people use journaling to search their feelings on paper uh jedis search their feelings and I, i'm pretty sure jedis are walking around meditating if they're not reading their jedi scriptures you know they probably should meditate more instead of reading the book but yeah um uh meditation is it, it, it was what i was saying before i think i think for my own self my own story which was i was feeling pretty bleak and cynical you know five or six years ago um I had to first notice, and I, I'm, this is not to pat myself on the back, but for me, my own story, I had to notice first how I was feeling, and I'd had to like notice the things I was saying out loud to to then go, wait a minute, that doesn't even sound like me at all. Like you, you, who are you? All of a sudden, and then it like really hit me because once you do become aware of something, it's almost like you can't can't not see it. Right. Like uh, those little 3D arts that they used to do where you like warp, you know, wiggle your eyes out of focus and you would see the things pop out. Yeah. You know, remember those little 3D painted, uh, 3D printed oh, arts? Oh, you have to focus your eyes further away. Yeah. Um, yes. So but once you saw it, then you almost like couldn't not see it. Like you could get your eyes out of focus again, but yeah, but you, so you that, like once you knew that's it was there. a form of awareness because once you, it may take you a long time. Some people it took a long time. They're like, this yeah. doesn't work or I can't do it. But it's like once you figure it out, yeah, um, you you sort of you feel what that feels like and you kind of pay attention to what your eyes were doing and then uh, yeah. what, what everything is like. And then so the second time you can do it a little faster and then. Uh, you're more, uh, you're paying attention to how you did that, and then it, the more you practice it, the quicker you can get yeah. right to it, to where you don't even have to think about it anymore because it yeah. becomes like a habit. I have a friend who was in a in a tough relationship for about for a long time, for thirty years. They were she was in a marriage that did not did not light the fire in the way that she wanted her relationship to do. And she got stuck into a thing when she was dating. And then for whatever reason, even though she didn't really want it one way or the other, she stayed in the relationship. Okay. But after 20 or 30 years, um, kind of forgot all that stuff and was just sort of like going through the motions. And one day, uh, I was, you know, we were just talking on the phone or something. And one day, something about that relationship made her see things for what they were and she instantly got the ick from her husband 
and was unable to see the relationship to con to trick herself into seeing the relationship the other way again. Once she was aware of how it was of this thing, whatever it was, I can't even remember what it was, it was several years ago. Once she once once the 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 light had been shown on that thing, whatever it was, she couldn't unsee the thing and and had to take steps to rectify the relationship problems. And ultimately it leads to, you know, like a separation, divorce, all that stuff. And and it was the becoming aware of the thing, you know, the opening of the mind of in in this new way that caused her to then see it and then to realize, oh, I'm I I'm important in this scenario in a way that I wasn't allowing myself to be important before. And she just couldn't see it another way. Yeah. And in a way, awareness allows you to participate um, in what's happening. Yeah. And it, it's weird. You, have to, you know, people tell me all the time and they always have, even when I was just being performative about it, they're like, Beckmeyer, you're, you're always calm. How is, how is it that you like never lose your temper? Now you've seen me lose my temper because we've known each other for a long time. And you've seen me frustrated in and, ways that other people really don't. Yeah. And also, I've been the cause of... You are the cause. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a way, you're helping... You're making me a better man. <laughs> you make me have to be a better man. You make me have to be. But... Um, and it's just because over time, I just decided I grew, I grew up around people that would quickly lose their temper and start yelling and screaming and beating, you know, like... And, and I just decided early on, I'm... I'm like a quieter person. I don't yeah. want to be like that. And so from the time I was like 15, 16, 17 years old, I just started practicing. Look, I'm going to, and in a way, it was not, it. my path in that way to stay calm was, was more like, hey, I'm going to uh, stoically sit here as if nothing is bothering me. And so for a long time, that's what it was. It was, a, it was I was pretending. But... More and more and more, you just get practice at it, and you just start to say, okay, I'm not going to let that thing trigger me. And then it takes practice. It's like going to the gym. It's like, well, whatever. It's like practice, practice, practice. And I just know that if I can do it, I'm not any, any insane, intelligent. Uh, I'm not like, a, I'm not like a, you know, Einstein walking around over here, and I figured out some secret. I just decided that it was something I was going to concentrate on. You want to take a break? Speaking of you uh, take a break. triggers. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you would just let me smoothly transition instead of talking over me, yeah. Well, you interrupted me. I was still talking. I know. Yeah, and you notice how it did. I try not to let it bother me. Well, you asked. What do you want me to talk about? Um, be happy. Right. So we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. 
coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so I just think that it's just a it's just a practice. You know what I mean? And you can't you can't develop awareness without first becoming aware. So you have to become aware of one thing so that you can become aware of the next thing. It's like we like I always say, is like if you're the, the shittiest writer out there in the world, you know, like you. <laughs> just kidding. You know, if you're like the shittiest, worst writer, you've never written anything before, you have no idea how to tell a story, you sit down and try to write a book. You you write that book. It's it's terrible. It's awful. Your next book, even with zero training, is going to be better. If you uh, practice mindfulness and awareness. Well, you have practiced. You practice the process of writing a book. Because if you just decide, yeah, that is perfection. Yeah, well, yes. It doesn't need to change. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Um, Because we know people like that, too. But the process of doing the thing makes you better at doing the thing. The right. In in that specific example, though, uh, like um, the practicing awareness mm-hmm. would hopefully get you to the point to where you could um, see, come, be outside of yourself and like see mm-hmm. your what you've written mm-hmm. or what you've done yeah. uh, as someone else and and um, be I get uh, critical or humble. Yeah. You know, um, and realize, uh, you know, maybe and, this... and objective, which is hard to do. Yes, when you've yes, made the objective. Thing. Ob- That's yeah. what I was yeah. looking for. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have I want to go through. I have some notes that I got. I liked the one you said about mindfulness is read that one again, because I thought that one was good. Um, it's right above that. Where? I thought it's above that in your notes. Go farther, 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 up, farther. up. Yeah, that one. Mindfulness is watching, listening, and witnessing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I have some notes that I got from books that I that I think, uh, I don't know, it sort of wrap, encapsulate that. Um, all right, the self-awareness onion. <laughs> the first layer of self-awareness, which we talked about, is a simple understanding of one's um, emotions. The second layer is the ability to ask why we feel that way. And these questions are important because they illuminate what we consider um, success or failure. Mm-hmm. The third layer integrates our personal values. This is, the import- this is important because our values determine the nature of our problems, which in turn determines the quality of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, we must ask these questions accurately to achieve a deeper knowledge of our own values uh what is objectively true about your situation is not as important as how you come to see the situation and how you choose to measure it and value it that whole thing still says to me mindfulness and 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 awareness yes because you can't even start to analyze not even how you feel but what 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 you feel 
and what made you feel that way without extra without yeah. without like some sort of mindful presence over the situation and yeah. like you were saying objective like an yeah. objective you you kind of have to like to address what i was saying before where usually we realize we become aware after of like what we did and how we felt and what happened um you you uh, you practice um the what do you call it being more mindful and aware in a long-term basis um <clears throat> And not just after things happen. So you kind of you kind of you stretch that moment of awareness after into um, like during. I think that one of the first things when you're trying to um, what, what do you call it? Uh, corrective behavior or something, or uh, what, let's just say corrective behavior that you don't like, or um, try and stop yourself. Uh, try and be proactive. Try and choose before mm -hmm. you react. Um, one of the first steps is, is trying to catch yourself in the middle of it and be aware in the middle of it and then try and navigate to a better end while you're in the middle. Um, but then uh, being proactive, which we talked about before, is um, you, you kind of stretch that to where you can be mindful of before you even get there. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. you know what? I've been here before and this is how I usually react. Let me see if yeah. I could do that differently. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of like you practice and, and, and you kind of just have to focus on it and keep doing it. There's no way of saying, you know, press this button or do this thing and all of a sudden you'll be aware. You just kind of have to keep trying and keep failing at it. Uh, and then, you know, trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I do, you know, you just keep working at it. That's what mastery is. Yeah. Um, is just keep working at it and get better at it uh, and don't punish yourself because you will, as long as you never give up, this is my opinion, you you will, uh, you may not accomplish it exactly the way you want, but you will get there. You just don't give up. Just keep doing it. It is like climbing to the top of a, of a mountain that has a never ending point. You know, you keep crawling a little higher, a little higher, climbing a little higher, a little higher, a little higher. And the point is just, it's just a little further up. And then you climb a little higher and like, it still seems like it's a little further up. It's just life, you know. Um, I think that something you said a minute ago gave me an idea and I, I was too busy listening and forgot what I was going to say. But it's, it is a... It's a never-ending process. It doesn't stop. There's no such thing as failure unless you quit or give up. Um, it's a frustrating thing to think of because sometimes you, you could you, months like we're in the process of trying to make a movie right now. We're we're filmmakers in case we haven't mentioned it on the show, and there are a lot of setbacks. There are a lot of delays. There's a lot of raising money. That has to happen and blah 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 and every if you're not careful every little thing can feel like a failure uh oh that investor didn't come through Ugh, failed uh and then you and you have to constantly be pepping yourself uh pep talking yourself up to not quitting but even if and it's not true an investor not coming in or an actor not wanting to, you know, not liking the script enough to want to be in it, stuff like that. Even though those things feel like failures, they're not 
Because you didn't quit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. um, Ask anybody who's succeeded in business or anything, and they will Mm -hmm. tell you a story of how it took a lot of failure to get there. I'm saying most people. um, But uh, you have to fail your way to success in general. You have to figure out all the ways to do it, to not do it, and to do it wrong. Uh, so that you can get to a state of mastery. What did you call it? You call it failing up. Yes. Yeah. Or, or we've always called. I've always it called failing it forward, failing, failing forward, up. or failing up. I always say yeah. fail up. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what, how you say it. Anyways, um, it's about that time. I want to do one uh, quote from. In, I don't know the source. I'll have the source next time, but uh, it says here. If suffering is inevitable and our problems are unavoidable, then we should not ask, how do I stop suffering? But instead, why am I suffering for what purpose? Yeah. And to me, that means like your, your buttons, mm-hmm. um, becoming aware, oh, this is a button. Yeah. And this person knows that's a button and they can press it anytime they want. Yeah. And that's sort of the path of being, becoming proactive is yeah. uh, realizing Oh, why am I? Why is this a button? Why am I letting that uh, trigger me or push me? And then, uh, what can I do about it? Yeah. How can I? How can I remove the button so that they can't just push it anytime they want? Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm. We, before we started, I said that's that's the premise of the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Have you read it? I can't remember. Uh, no, but I, okay. I downloaded it. Okay, so the subtle art of not giving a fuck says exactly that. Hey, uh, we're human beings. The human condition is suffering. Um, I know it sounds dramatic to say like everybody suffers, but we all do. Like we have disappointments, we have setbacks, we have wants and needs and dreams that don't come true, and all that stuff. And uh, uh, just stubbing your toe in the morning is is a form of suffering, or. Being tired today is, is a form of suffering. Being kept up all night, uh, not feeling well, and then have to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning to go to work, blah, blah, blah. Also, guilt. Um, and then there's the f- suffering we inflict on ourselves, right? Yes. Like the internal negative mono- negative self-talk that we do yeah. in a monologue. Why am I not, you know, at this point yet? Why is it taking so long? Yeah. Why, you know, what am I doing wrong? Or in my yeah. case, what's taking him so long? Yeah, <laughs> that's a call. That's an inside that's, joke callback. That's a callback to earlier today. <laughs> but, but the premise is: if everybody suffers, then if if suffering is inevitable, find what matters to you and and what is worth suffering for. Right. So if if you're you know if you're uh, if you're this guy you don't even like thinks think you think they don't like you. What does it matter? Because you yeah. don't care. Uh, a project that you didn't really be want to be a part of didn't ask you to come be a part of it, like, and you're taking it personal because I well, if, if, if they think I'm not worth it, but but you know, so you got to find the thing, and it's like those things are those those things that matter that are worth suffering for are the things that like very existential things like life, love, legacy, the things that are important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, that cause us to, to, so all, it's almost like saying, don't sweat the small stuff, which is harder than it sounds. 
Yes. Like like you. Because I'm small. <laughs> right. And, and, you, and, I make and I'm constantly sweating, sweating the small stuff. The small stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you're full circle, man. You connected all the dots. Good job. <laughs> Riddle me um, this, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like for that example I gave earlier of the, the buttons, like mm-hmm. um, realizing, do first of all, what the what effect it has on you when you react and, and you get all upset and you engage and everything um you know i always i would i feel like terrible and miserable and angry and i'm stressed and you know like i get like pain because like you know muscles are tense that weren't tense before and you know uh i i end up inflicting suffering on myself mm-hmm. when i let myself react to something uh so and um it's kind of like choosing uh, you, where, where suffering is another right so mm-hmm. am i gonna do i want to add to it i guess is what i'm saying so um by choosing uh, and it takes time and, and you have to work on it but by choosing you know what this is a thing this is a yeah. fact this person is going to say this and do this and also this thing that bothers me like it's uh let's say it's something that they pick on about you that's it's true you do do that or whatever but they like wait and let it bottle up and explode mm-hmm. on you and make it like oh you always do this and like well let's say it's a fact that i'm this way or i do this you know what i'm gonna stop letting it bother me when someone brings it up because you know what yeah it's true you know mm-hmm. so i make it a fact and then and then uh i no, before we even get into anything, oh, they're probably going to bring this up, you know. And just remove, just just be, what is it, right? It's kind of like radical acceptance. I mean, that's exactly what that is. So you just like radically, you become aware, and then you do all of this stuff we talked about, and then you get to radical acceptance of you're just in the moment, this is how it is, you're just observing. Mm -hmm. Um, And if there's something you could do about the thing that bothers them, that you won't do, work on it. But... You know, keep it, become aware and get more self-control, I guess, is what we're yeah. basically saying. Which leads us into our next episode. We're uh, going to talk about self-mastery. Self-mastery, yeah. yes. So that's it for this time, I guess. Was that a good stopping um, point? Good place to stop? Yes. Yeah. And, um, well, you do, tell you what, you do the click the buttons things, and then I'll do the outro. Or not. You, you just go, free flow. I got news for you, man. You're not the fucking boss of me. Okay. No. So, um, yes. Uh, so if you like this episode, please check out our uh, website, ctbmeditation.com, where you can access our Patreon and sign up for all kinds of perks and stuff, including ad-free and early episodes, which I'm sure yeah. w- work out really helpful. And classes. And classes and stuff like that. Uh, ad-free episodes are good because the meditations that happen on Mondays and Fridays uh, will not be preceded and proceeded sure preceded and proceeded i think i think i think it's yeah sure. by ads that interrupt the flow right. so that yes. there's that um and you can also follow us on instagram uh tiktok calm the bleep down everywhere yes and um send us an email by the way calm the bleep down at gmail.com i think yeah any questions we could talk about them here if you let's, have topics that you like to suggest yeah. let's engage and um yeah, so don't forget to calm the bleep down and uh, 
practice. Uh, <laughs> why did you laugh? Okay, I'm going to go back. I don't know why I laughed, but I All laughed right. because you're... <laughs> I laughed because... I don't know you're why I laughed. You're not used to me doing I'm not thing. used to it, and neither are you, because you got all locked up. I, like, had it, what, 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 I prepared <laughs> it ahead of time. I was ready to go, and then you laughed, and then I started getting self-aware. Yeah. See, yeah. awareness can be a bad thing sometimes, because I became too self-aware. No, you became self-conscious. Self-aware is where you would know when you were going to do that. Right, but that yeah, led yeah, the yeah, conscious, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I was like, eh, and I started thinking. Okay, so try again. Don't forget to calm the bleep down and meditate. All right, I'm just going to do it on a wide shot. Don't forget to calm the bleep down with mindfulness, meditation, transformation. Yeah. That's it for this time on Calm the Bleed Down. If you liked this meditation, please feel free to send us an email, post a comment, hit us up on Instagram or TikTok where we're posting a lot these days. We'd love to hear from you. Once again, I'm Michael Beckemeyer reminding you to please calm the bleep down. We'll see you again soon. Thank you for meditating with us. Be well, have fun, and namaste. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.